You are locked in to another episode of The Curious Wire. The Curious Wire. With the most curious person in multifamily. We're not trying to sell you anything here. We just want you to learn real things that will help you elevate your career, challenge you to think and be curious. Join us on this journey to challenge the status quo. Let's go. We are back with another episode with a guest, and the way we roll over here is the guest introduced himself, so go ahead. All right. Thank you so much. Uh, this is Ash Bell, uh, VP at Updater. Uh, been in the multifamily industry for almost 25 years. Um, got a lovely wife of 26 years, three children, grandbaby, um, and really looking forward to the time uh, to spend with you today. That's awesome. What are you? Are you grandpa? Or are you? I I am Papa Dash. Papa Dash. Yes. Um, a lot of uh, we had our kids a lot younger, so a lot of our friends are um, their kids are younger than our kids, and their kids just uh, started calling me Papa Dash, um, calling me like a superhero. So, kind of rolled with that, and so that's what my grandson's going to call me. Cool, Papa Dash. I like that. Um, are you the VP of something or everything? <laughs> uh, yeah, VP of multifamily. VP of multifamily. Okay. So we met each other a few months ago at a conference mm-hmm. and the takeaway that I got, the impression that I've got is that, you, well, one, you've been in this industry for a while on the supplier side mm-hmm. and it appears that you've done really well with it and you do things a little bit different. And this is just my assumption from an outsider. It appears that you've done a really good job of networking and building relationships mm-hmm. within this industry and not everything has to be based on relationships, but relationships can be very helpful. So I want to know what have you done? Well, first, let me know if it's true what I said. And second, if it is true, what did you do? What are, what are your tips for someone to network both on the supplier side and the operation side to help elevate their career? Yeah, um, absolutely true. Um, I think one of the things that um, really matters to me is just understanding that um, I think we kind of talked about it a little bit earlier. We're not we're not solving you know brain cancer, um, but I you know I absolutely love the industry, love what we're doing, um, love that we uh, are providing homes for people in the U.S. and and even abroad. Um, but the biggest thing for me is understanding people are people, and I really want to get to know them. So I think if you go into every meeting or every aspect of of your career trying to sell something. Um, I don't think you're going to be as successful as if you go in and, and just realize the person or the people that you're talking to, you know, they have lives as well. They have families as well. And so for me, if you, like, if you followed me around at this conference and we were sitting down at dinners, you're going to see, I, I talk a lot less than most people because I'll ask a lot of questions and I want to sit and listen. And I will, I'm fascinated by how people have got to the points in their career. Um, what did their children do? what really inspires them. And that's a genuine. I'm not trying to do it because I want to, you know, come back around and sell them something. I genuinely want to know um, what makes them tick and what really inspires them. And so I think that's a a vital aspect if you're going to cultivate um, relationships is really getting to know them. Um, And then you got to remember that stuff. So if I get on conversations with them and it might be an opportunity to sell them something, but the beginning part of the conversations might be, Oh, how, 
you know, how did your son do last week in soccer? Or how was your vacation? Or how's your wife doing? Or how's your husband doing? And, and so I just think those things are, are you know, really important um, because I view a lot of the people I work with, whether they're on the supplier side uh, or on the owner side, as friends. And so um, I, think, I think that's key. I would say secondarily, know that you're not the smartest person in the room. And are you willing to be humble enough to ask people? Um, so if it's on the supplier side, if I, if I see people that are really successful, what, what's helped you be successful? And, um, you know, are you willing to you know, sh- share some of those things with me? I've got mentors in this industry. And then same thing on the owner side of things. Typically when I go in, even Updater, the story of Updater, we had no clients and a vision. And I went into companies and said, hey, can you sit down with me and let's dive into this and see, is this really a need that you have? And are you willing to work with me, you know, to kind of build it out? So I think um, those are a couple of the examples that I would give. That Something help. that you said is interesting, you know, if you've got to be humble, I view it as we all have ego. And the question is, is how much of our ego prevents us from doing things? Mm. And, you know, we're here at NAA and it's weird to go up to people randomly and, and just start talking to them. Mm. I, it, I'm not comfortable with it. Yeah. But I push myself out of it, mm-hmm. and it's, I put the ego part of like, okay, this person might think that I'm weird, but if I get the results, mm-hmm. then th- that will go away. At least 10 conversations happened where like the person's like, why are you coming? I got this look, like, mm-hmm. what are you doing? And at the end, they're like, thank you so much for coming up to me. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, let's keep in touch. Let's talk next week. Please, like, good things happen from it. I, I did, accidentally came up with a little hack. Yesterday, I needed my, a charger for my computer, and I didn't have it. So I started going up to people saying, oh, do you have this charger? And then that started a conversation. Yeah. And then I might start using that other places. But when they don't, just in the middle of the hall, and there's, they're not on their laptop, that would be a weird question. Yeah. But um, on, on, so again, on, on both sides, uh, on the mm-hmm. supplier side and operation side, for me, I'm very interested in what's happening on the prop tech side mm-hmm. and learning, but... I also want to create relationships with people on the operation side. Mm-hmm. So what do you, what would your advice be to someone who, again, on both sides to network with people? So you, you're saying care about them. Don't try to sell the product, but how would you reach out to them? Would you, if it's not at a conference? Um, is this a, is this a first time completely never met them reach out or I've already got a relationship with them? Okay. The, either, either one, yeah. both. Yeah. I, th- I think from a, um, I think from a first time standpoint, if I'm just randomly, um, you're running into somebody, uh, at the trade show or at a conference, again, I'm going to, I'm going to go back to, I'm immediately going to start asking questions, you know, who are they with, what, you know, how long have they been in the industry? Just really, you know, if we've bounced in each other and I know nothing about them, so I'm completely caught off guard, it's going to be more along those lines. And it may not be, um, it may not even be questions uh, related to the industry. If they, if I see that they're wearing a particular, uh, you know, college emblem or whatever it may be, that might be an easy way just to start off a conversation. Oh, I see you're, um, you know, wearing a Wisconsin, you know, hat. Did you go to the University of Wisconsin and, and just begin to, you know, have those kind of conversations with them? But then when we start going like the step further from a networking standpoint, where maybe I want something out of them, I'm just honest. Like, this is what I'm looking for. Um, but I think you also have to begin to build a reputation where you're willing to give in return. So it can't be, you know, completely one-sided. So I really try to make myself available for, um, you know, other suppliers and giving them advice. And I'm not always looking to, 
um, make money off of something like that. Are you good at making introductions to other people? Mm-hmm. And is it so? I find that like I love making those introductions because that's an easy way of, yeah. of I'm not selling you anything. Yep. How do, like so if I'm in the hall and I start a conversation with somebody and somebody's walking by, mm-hmm. all of a sudden it's like oh, did you meet this person? Do you know this person? And then all of a sudden like better things are happening. To you know, I help facilitate that. So, yeah. what 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 kind of tips would you have for somebody to? How do you make those introductions? And again, it's not like you don't sure. want to make. The, I hate when I get those emails when someone's trying yeah, to introduce, yeah. and I know that they're trying to sell me. Yeah. Um, and I didn't give them permission to do that. Sure. Um, so, what kind of would you do for making introductions as a way to build your network? Yeah. Um, so I'm typically. I'll tell you from a standpoint, if somebody asks me, because maybe they see I'm connected to somebody on LinkedIn um, and they would like an introduction, they first are going to need to talk to me. I'm not going to just do a blind introduction. Yeah. I, I need to understand what they what do they want to talk to this person about. Um, and then I'm going to filter it through um, the relationship I have with that person, knowing probably what their needs are because I stay in contact with um, most everybody on the operations side, you know, monthly or at least quarterly. And so... Um, I want to at least see if there's value in it. And then I think you begin to build a reputation if you're really genuinely doing it and you know like, oh my gosh, what you're doing here, this company over here, this individual needs. You begin to build a reputation of, Ash doesn't just send me people that are trying to sell me something. When he introduces me to somebody, um, he's probably thought out that there's... It's strategic and intentional. Yeah, and so um, definitely on that supplier side, I'm going to do that. Now, on the operational side, it's going to be a little bit different. If somebody on the operations calls me and they want an introduction to um, a supplier or somebody else on the operations side, I may ask quickly, like, hey, can you give me a little context so I know? But typically on that side, I know they're probably not trying to sell um, something. So um, so I may not you know, dive as, as deep on that outside of, hey, just give me a little guidance. So when I do the introduction, it's not a generic introduction. I can, I can put a little context behind why you want to connect. Um, Something just came to mind as you're talking. We started, you know, you talking about how you, you build a network and, and the relationships and how that valuable that is in your career. Then we're talking about how do you make introductions and what you're, every time you said it is somebody reaching out to you wanting the introduction. So you've done a great job of building mm-hmm. relationships and network that now people are coming to you because they know you, like that's your, your brand. Your rep, you have a reputation of having good relationships and a good network that now you become a magnet hmm. and people are coming to you. I don't know if you just realized that, that as you said that, but you, that makes it very obvious that you're known as having a good network because people are coming to you. Hmm. So, and I think it's a two, it's like a building. The layer is you got to do the work to make a network and then you're going to have that re- reputation and then people are going to start reaching out to you to make those introductions. Yeah. yeah you got to be patient in your career. You're not going to be there day one. Like it, this is actually, it, it, this just hit me. One, you articulated that really well. And what's fascinating that just hit me right now as we're talking is my son flew with me here for his first industry event. He's he he's, in the industry now? Yep, he's in the industry, um, works for a company called Get Covered. And it's interesting because now I'm mentoring him from a standpoint of, like, this is day one for you. And just kind of telling him, like, you got to have patience. These are these are the things I What's recommend name? you do. Noah Bell. Noah yeah. Bell? Mm-hmm. Shout out to Noah Bell. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's got to listen to this episode That's right. and, and take notes. Yeah. But it's, it's fascinating because now I'm looking back, I guess, at myself 25 years ago. And so, um, so it's great to, you know, to be a, begin to mentor him as far as this is how you begin to build a network. And I'm introducing him to different people and explain to him, like, look, 
I get it. You probably want to sell your product. This is what you can do with this particular person. This is how you can help them. And you're going to have to do things like give back that are completely, you know, sacrificial. Maybe you volunteer at, at, at something that they're doing that, you know, is providing homes for homeless or whatever it may be. Like just really get involved in the industry, really care for them. And all of the other things will come if you you know, really begin to build relationships. Like I think we're going to have to have Noah on in like six months to see if he's executing <laughs> on your, on your advice. Um, the way we finish off is with uh, a few random questions. Yeah. First one is what is a purchase you've made in the last six to 12 months that you would recommend to others? Uh, I am super bougie. And okay. so um, my belief is if there are things that I have to do that maybe I don't enjoy as much as others, I'm going to try to, or, I'm going to make it as, as uh, enjoyable for me. So my most recent purchase was to me McLaren luggage because I want, you know, if I'm going to travel, which isn't necessarily my favorite thing to do, I love traveling like with family or, or, or places like that, but work travel, um, I'm going to really enjoy the experience. And so therefore I'm willing to splurge on that kind of thing for myself. Cool. What was your first car? My first car was a, a Mustang. Year, color? Uh, it was red and I don't remember the year. Okay. Um, what is your favorite place that you have vacationed at or visited? Uh, favorite vacation would probably be St. Lucia. Um, so I'm a big beach ocean person. And so that's definitely my favorite Are you a place. surfer? I am a surfer. Yeah. So I, just, I, have, a, I have a beach house yeah. out in the OBX. And so, oh, cool. um, so we'll go there a lot. But, uh, and though I love it there, I think the exotic nature of, of St. Lucia was pretty amazing. Cool. Thanks, Sash, or Papa Dash. Uh, there you go. Thank you so much. Appreciate it.